Hi, my name's Nadia. My name is Stephanie. And welcome to our second episode of... Un poquito de medicina. So this week, um, I was thinking about a topic, and I thought we could go more into depth on the history, um, family history, past medical history. Um, so I'm on my family medicine rotation, and I realized that um, the place where I'm struggling the most is not asking the questions necessarily, but the responses. Because they'll come at me, you know, they may not know how to say COPD or MI, but they'll kind of describe things in different ways. So I thought um, it would be really um, helpful to talk about, you know, different idioms and things that um, they could come at you with. Right. That makes completely sense because you have uh, to understand exactly what they're saying or for you to make a diagnosis. So that's a very good idea for you, uh, for us to do. Yeah. So I had a patient this week, and um, he was a young guy, maybe in his 30s. He came in for an iguana bite. <laughs> he was HIV positive, and he hadn't taken his meds for two months. But during the entire interview, he kept saying a word for HIV that I completely didn't understand. Um, Do you mean VIH? Yeah, that thing, whatever. Like, say it slower. VIH. So it's basically V-I-H. That's yeah. what you're, you're saying, the letters for V-I-H. So yeah. it's exactly the same. It's just different orders of the letters. <laughs> yeah. So you would think that you'd be able to understand HIV and or the letters of it, but I completely didn't understand. So I thought what we could do for um, this session is to go a little bit more into depth. So why don't we start with the head and work our way so let's start with the past medical history, and we can go through the most common conditions that you'll encounter in um, the hospital. So if we go through the um, first, starting at the head, uh, stroke, for example, you will say derrame. Derrame. Right. Okay. And what does that mean? So derrame comes from the word um, derramar, which means to spill. So the way I think about it is if you have um, a stroke, you have um, droop in your face, a facial droop. Your face is spilling. Yeah, your face <laughs> is spilling. Or uh, I'm sure you can think of other ways. Like maybe like if you're like the blood is spilling in your head. Right. So hemorrhagic stroke. Perfect. Okay. Um, and so epilepsy is really simple. It's epilepsia. Epilepsia. So if you just add an IA at any of the words from English to Spanish, 99% of the time you'll... You'll, you'll hit the word perfectly. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> um, and so let's go through seizures. She, uh, for that is convulsions Convul or convulsiones. Convulsi convulsiones. Convulsiones. So just the same word, just like yeah. in a Spanish accent. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then heart. Uh, so the basic thing is an MI or um, un infarto. Infarto. Mm -hmm. No C in there. No. Infarto. Mm-hmm. And um, so they'll know what that means. It's that's common for, is that like how you would normally say like MI, infarto? Yeah, un infarto al corazón. Okay. You Perfect. can say that. It's um, pretty understandable. And then what about coronary artery disease? Because I feel like I have a lot of trouble even trying to explain that with my um, English speaking patients. <laughs> right. So um, the, the, the correct way of saying it is enfermedad de las arterias coronarias. Enfermedad is sick, right? A sickness. Mm -hmm. Enfermedad de las arterias. Arterias. Arterias coronarias. Right. Okay. But nobody's going to understand you, right? It's the same, like, coronary artery disease. Like, it's really nobody going to know that. Yeah, it's, like, super, it's difficult to understand that. So you can say, like, clogged arteries or occluded arteries, right? Mm -hmm. So um, you can say las arterias están tapadas. Arterias 
tapadas. So like tapa, like like Spanish like, food. No, it's like the uh, tapa can be like the lid of a of a cup. So oh. it's what closer said. Um, or you can say ocluidas, but ocluidas is a little bit more. Ad, um, it's more difficult for more medical term. Yeah, so it's more difficult okay. for the patients to understand, perhaps. So it's. Um, I guess if we keep it simple, you can just say tapadas. Okay, so arteria arterias. Tapadas. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Um, and if you say palpitations, that's simple. It's palpitaciones. All right, so stick a Spanish accent on that. Palpitaciones, same yeah. word. Okay. Yeah. And for murmurs, um, that one's a little bit different. It's soplos. Un soplo al corazón. Soplos del corazón. What does soplo mean? Soplo is like, soplar is to blow. So if you think about it, um, whenever you have a murmur, it's uh, like a like murmur. It's a blowing type of murmur, right? Like a, a, the sound that it makes Did whenever you're really listening to it. Did you really say murmur? Whatever. This cardiologist over here, calm down. <laughs> Did you understand it? That's the most important part. <laughs> All right. So soplos, soplos del corazón. Mm-hmm. Okay. You say, tiene algún soplo. Okay, and what if they have, like, an arrhythmia? An arrhythmia. Arrhythmia. Yeah. Don't worry if you cannot uh, roll your R's, just do your best. <laughs> arrhythmia? <laughs> arrhythmia. Okay. Yeah. And um, if they, would they, do you think we would need to distinguish between, like, AFib, or would they just say arrhythmia? Uh, you can say arrhythmia or um, fibrillación auricular, but half of the time they don't really know that either. But okay. if you want to say um, atrial fibrillation, the, mm-hmm. the exact translation is uh, fibrillación uh, auricular. Auricular? Auricular, yeah. Auricular. So atrium in Spanish is auricula. Huh. And uh, ventricle is ventriculo. Okay, that's easier. Yeah, auricula. that's just the atrium part that always throws um, residents up, so... Okay, well, I'll probably just stick with arrhythmia. Yeah, that's <laughs> that fine. Works. And then cardiac arrest? Uh, paro cardiaco. So arrest is to stop, right? Your heart is stopping. Mm-hmm. So paro is parar, like stopping also. So okay. paro cardiaco. Paro cardiaco. cardiaco. Mm-hmm. So paro is to like stop. That's like a command. Like paro. Or it's eh, para. Para. Para yeah. is like a command to stop. Yeah. So paro cardiaco. Mm-hmm. Paro okay. cardiaco. All right. And what about um, while we're on heart? I feel like everyone has GERD. <laughs> I think they have an MI or something. Like, how do we, how do you uh, talk about reflux? Right. So I've heard so many different ways of saying that, actually. So reflux, you can say reflujo. So that's the direct translation. Reflux is reflujo. Mm-hmm. Reflujo. Uh, but I've also heard acidez. It's like acidity. Okay. So acidez it, estomacal or acidity of your stomach. So it's acid and then ez at the end so acides acides and you don't have to you have to say del estomago afterwards or would they know if you just say acides they know that test is good yeah i think i've said just acides and um it people have understood me okay um and the last one is agruras which is the one that i've heard or that i've used and um it's easily understandable agruras yeah it comes from agrio is mm-hmm. uh, when it's bitter. So you have uh, that feeling, like the feeling of bitterness. So it's agruras. Agruras. Okay, mm-hmm. great. And then blood. I mean, we could go like anemia. Mm-hmm. Anemia. Yeah. Another Spanish um, accent. And then psych, it's similar to. So depresión, depression. Yeah. Stress is estrés. Yeah, so essentially for every, if you have a S, if you start with an S, always put an E in front. Otherwise, we cannot pronounce it. So even like your name, I can't call you Stephanie. I'm like, Estefania. Yeah, exactly. Or like if I want to order a Sprite, I would say Esprit. Esprit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, and then... Um, Ansiedad is anxiety. 
ansiedad. So anxiety, ansiedad. Mm -hmm. Right? Ansiedad. Okay. And what about thyroid? I feel like everyone in the world has either hyper, hyper, well, mostly hypothyroid. Yeah. So you can say if they have a problem with um, their thyroid, you can ask, ¿tiene algún problema con la tiroides? Okay. Un problema con el tiroides. Mm -hmm. So thyroid, tiroides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if they have hyperthyroidism, so you're just going to add an O at the end and the H you never pronounce is silent. So it's hyperthyroidismo. So it's like saying hyperthyroidism, but you're saying hyper, like hyper, mm -hmm. thyroid, thyroidismo. So hyperthyroidismo. Yeah, yeah okay. that's right. And um, likewise, it will be hypothyroidismo for hypo. So like hippo, like because mm -hmm. they're like hypothyroid. <laughs> chunky so whatever helps you thyroidismo okay thyroidismo. Yeah. hypothyroidism and then if they have problems with like sugar i know some patients have told me like stuff like oh i have like something with glucose how would i say that glucosa problemas con la glucosa okay. or they also say problemas con azúcar en la sangre azúcar is mm -hmm. sugar so like azúcar in la sangre. So it's like same sugar I'm putting in my coffee every yeah. morning. Okay. Or glucosa. Mm hmm Okay. And then what about like, you know, joint problems like arthritis? Arthritis. 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 Yeah. So take out that H in arthritis okay. and pronounce it like that. Arthritis. Arthritis. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then we talked a little bit about like HIV. So... VIH or... If you're thinking of AIDS, it's SIDA. That's so much easier. Okay, so AIDS is SIDA, which if you think about it, it's just the letters of AIDS like mixed around. And then HIV is it backwards, but saying the letters. So it's V for V, E for I, and H for H. So um, I think Stephanie's going to do um, the ABCs for us. <laughs> Can you get a little bit of a review for that? <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, and uh, a little bit of the preventative. We'll end with that for the medical history. Yeah, so first you always ask uh, mam uh, mammogram, right? So mammogramma. Mammogramma. Mm -hmm. Oh, mammographia. It's the same. Mammographia. Okay. It's easier, whatever it's easier for you to say. Sure. And um, colonoscopy will be colonoscopia. Colonoscopia. Mm -hmm. Again, I guess this is where your rule applies. <laughs> I at the end. <laughs> and then for DEXA, that's a little bit more complicated. It's densiometria ósea. Okay, let's break that down. So, densio, dense. Like density. Mm -hmm. Metria. Like meter, like measuring the density. Okay, so densiometria. Mm -hmm. And then ósea. Ósea, like, um, like, yeah. Osseous. Mm -hmm. Okay, so densiometria ósea. Perfect. Okay. Okay, so let's go over past uh, surgical history. So in the past, we said, um, ¿Qué cirugía ha tenido? Right? What surgery have you had? ¿Qué cirugía? So what surgery? ¿A? Which is like have tenido. Like have you had? Which surgeries have you had? ¿Qué cirugías ha tenido? Perfect. So one of the most common ones is um, hip replacement or knee replacement, right? Mm -hmm. So you can just easily say operación de cadera, mm -hmm. which is hip, or rodilla, which is knee. Okay. So, like, mis caderas, like, they don't lie, right? Is that what you're trying to say? You're going <laughs> to exactly. replace these beautiful yeah. hips? Okay. So, <laughs> operación de cadera or right. prothesis. How would you say prosthesis? Prothesis. Prothesis. 
Or replacement? Reemplazo. Okay. So all of those, you, you, if it's easier, you can just say operación. Operación. Yeah. Whatever de, is easier for you to remember. Okay. De cadera or rodilla. So mm-hmm. hip and knee. Okay. Uh, so for hernia uh, surgery, you just take out the H at front, and so it'll be hernia. Okay. Hernia. So hernia, hernia. Like cirugía de hernia? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, if they have an appendix um, taken out, you can just say appendice. Appendice? Is that how you say like in, like a surgery of the appendix or is that how you say Appendectomia. Okay. Or But half the time it's easier to say le sacaron la, la appendice. Okay. So like have you taken out the appendix or have you had an operación Perfect, de yeah. appendice? Mm-hmm. Okay. And now hysterectomy. Uh, now it seems complicated to say, but you're gonna take out the H up front, like we um, like we said, we don't pronounce the H up front, and then um, like your favorite rule, <laughs> the Y at the end, you are com- converting to an I and A, right? Okay. So it'll be hysterectomia. Okay, so hysterectomia, hysterectomy, hysterectomia. 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 Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. And then um, C section will be cesárea. <laughs> Cesarea, so like a cesarean, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Okay. And then um, whenever they take out the tonsils, you say amygdala. Amygdalas? Uh-huh, le sacaron las amygdalas. Like in your brain, amygdalas? No, your tonsils, <laughs> amygdalas. Okay, well, someone messed that up, but I don't think it's the English speakers. <laughs> amygdalas. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then, um, so don't think they're having brain surgery when they say something like that to you, just FYI. And um, how would you say if they've had like a stent or some, a cath? Right. So that's a, that's actually a good question. I've, I've heard them say, um, if you say stent, they might understand. Like but a stent? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Always put the E. You don't front. forget the E stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you can also just say, for example, we were saying that uh, coronary artery disease, we were going to say um, arterias tapadas, right? So you're going to unclog them and you're going to say, um, desta- una cirugía para destapar las arterias. Okay, calm, calm down. Say that. Say that <laughs> so how would you say, like, unclog? Destapar. Okay, so tapar is to clog, right? Mm-hmm. Tapada, we said that before. Destapar. So destaparado. Destapar las, las arterias. Okay. Destapar las arterias. Mm-hmm. So un, una operación uh, de... Para destapar sus arterias okay. del corazón. Para destapar tus arterias del corazón. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, and then what? Then what about? What about about? Um, if we want to go into the family history a little bit, um, and you want to talk about like if their parents are still living, if everyone's in good health, how would you start off with that? Um, you can say sus papás están vivos. Okay, sus papás, so your parents, like papás is including mom and dad. So sus papás están are vivos, which is like. Vivir is to like live. So, sus papás están vivos. Mm-hmm. If they say no, then um, now you're going to say like, um, when did they pass away? When did they die? So, again, for here, you can say murió. Cuando murió. Okay. When they died. But if you want to say it, I guess, a little bit, um, I don't know, more proper way, you can say cuando falleció. Which is like to pass away. Yeah. Okay. So, cuando falleció. Mm-hmm. Falleció. Cuando falleció. As when did they pass away? Mm-hmm. As opposed to cuando murió. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then if you want to know what, um, how many or how old was, uh, were they when they passed away, you just say cuántos años tenía cuando falleció. Okay. So like you would ask someone how old are they, you'd say cuántos años tiene. 
uh, you would say cuántos años tenía. So it's just conjugated a little bit different. Cuando, when, falleció. So cuántos años tenía cuando falleció. How many years did they have when they passed? Perfect. Um, and then you ask, ¿de qué falleció? Like, what did they pass away from? Okay, or so of? ¿de qué is always like, of what? Like, mm -hmm. what did they? So, ¿de qué falleció? Yeah. Okay. And then if they're all in, like, good health, like, how would you just say, is everyone in good health? If you want to general. ¿Están bien de salud? ¿Están bien de salud? So, are they, están bien, good, de salud, of health. So, ¿están bien de salud? Are mm -hmm. they of good health? And if you want to ask, like, I know it's important to ask, like, if they've had breast cancer, if they've had, like, an MI before 50 years old, how would you say that? Uh, ¿Ha tenido algún infarto antes de los 50 años? Okay, so we said infarto, so, like, MI, we talked about that before. Antes is before. Del 50, that's 50, so like, 50 años. So, infartos antes del 50 años. Or de los 50 años. Mm -hmm, because it's plural. Okay. And the same thing, um, we're going to talk about cancer de seno or breast cancer. Okay. You can say, the most proper way is to say seno, but you can also say mama or you can also say pecho. Okay, so cancer, de, I know pecho is chest and mm -hmm. then seno is... Breast. So that's the proper way to say yeah. breast. And then mama, like mom... No, it's so if you take out the no. <laughs> if you take out the the accent in mama, it co it becomes mama. So mama okay. is like breast, um, like mamografía, uh -huh. mama, and um, or it's the same thing as if you take out uh, papa. Papa is um, your father, right? And then if you take out the accent, then it becomes papa, which is potato, which <laughs> you know everybody knows it's your favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm hipotiroidismo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, cancer de mama, not mama. Mm -hmm. Okay, mama. so that's second A, cancer mm -hmm. de mama. Um, okay, and then let's go um, quickly into the social history. So if you want to ask, uh, like, what job do they do? Like, trabajar is work. So you're like, en qué? Like, in what? En qué trabaja? Yeah. And what do you work in? And if you want to, like, know if they're swole at the gym, how would you ask that? Hace ejercicio. Hace ejercicio. Ejercicios. Mm -hmm. So it's and almost like saying exercise. Ejercicios. Yeah. And okay. so if you want to say they're walking, they're like camina. Okay. Like to walk. Eh, corre. Like mm -hmm. run. Eh, va al gimnasio. Like do you go to the gym? Mm -hmm. eh, va al gimnasio. Eh, or practica algún deporte? Like do you practice any or do you do any sport? But what, what if you want to know like how much they squat? <laughs> I don't think you should be asking, okay, that. Be asking that. that. That's uh, for, for other topics. So, aje, hace is like to do. Hace ejercicio. I can never say that word. Camina is to walk, like caminar. Corre is like running. Corre. Mm -hmm. Va al gimnasio. So, you go, do you go to the gym? And then practica or practica. hace. Practica. So, do you practice or do? Practica or hace. Algún deporte. So, like, sport is deporte. It sounds kind of like sport and deporte. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then what about um, smoking? So, you can say, fuma ahora o en el pasado. All right. So, fuma is, like, to smoke. To fumar. Smoke. So, yeah. fuma ahora or, no. o en el pasado. In the past. In yeah. the past. Okay. And then what if you want to know, like, if you want to get, like, a pack your history, how would we do that? So, you can ask, how, uh, ¿cuántos cigarrillos o... Cuántas cajillas, which is like the packets or mm -hmm. the packs, en un día. 
Cigarrillos. That's like such a fun word to say. Cigarrillos. Cigarrillos. ¿Cuántos cigarrillos? Fuma en un día. Fuma en una día. So, en un día. So, ¿cuántos cigarrillos? How many cigarettes? Fuma to smoke in un día, in a day. Mm -hmm. Or you could say cajillas if it's like more than one. For the packs, yeah. Sure. And, and so then if you want to ask, like, when did I start to smoke? You'll say, cuando empezó or comenzó. I think comenzó is a little bit easier to remember like if you like, commence. commence. Yeah. Um, so whichever way you prefer. Okay, so cuando comenzó a fumar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And what about um, our alcoholics out there? <laughs> <laughs> You can say toma alcohol. Okay, so you, you, it's the same word. You don't pronounce the H in the middle, right? right? So toma alcohol. Mm -hmm. So it's like you just forgot the H. Toma alcohol. Yeah, the H is silent. <laughs> All right, and so what if you want to say like um, like different types? So like, um, or we could say first, ¿cuántos bebidas en un día? So bebidas is drink. I'm sure all of you already know that. <laughs> ¿Cuántos bebidas en un día? And then if you want to ask, like, what do they drink? You could say, like... Cerveza. Mm -hmm, or vino. What about, like, like wine. hard liquor? Like tequila, brandy, whiskey. <laughs> There's not, like, a name for hard liquor. I'm sure if you just ask, like, tequila, that's how they would understand, like, just hard <laughs> I'm liquor. Sure, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> and then what about um, illicit drugs? Usa drogas. Okay, so usa, do you use drogas? And then, like, can we talk about, like, the different types? Like, how would they respond? Yeah, of course. It's uh, marijuana. Marijuana. Mm -hmm. uh, cocaina. Cocaina. Heroina. Heroina. Do you know what that actually means? Uh, it's like the female version of hero in Spanish. So like, you know, héroe, like the Enrique Iglesias oh, like, song. No, I don't know that song. But <laughs> <laughs> you need to be more Heroina. So like, what if they say like, I'm a heroine, like as a job, and you think they're like a drug addict. <laughs> Make sure there's a distinction okay, when you're doing your, your physicals. All right, so heroina and... Um, Amphetamina is like for amphetamines. Amphetamina. So those are pretty like straightforward, like yeah. what you would expect. Okay. And then living situation. Like if you want to know, like with our older patients, you want to know, like, are they living alone? Do they have help? How would you ask that? Con quien vive? Con quien vive? So who do you... Con, with what? Or with who do you live? Mm -hmm. Con quien? With who do vive? Like vivir, vivir, what we've been saying. Right. Okay. And then they could respond with? Like their husband would be like esposo or marido. Marido, like your married person. Marido or esposo. Mm -hmm. uh, brothers or sisters, hermanos, hermanas, amigos, like friends. <laughs> I've had a lot of people live with friends. <laughs> I mean, it was no discrimination. Hijos is um, like their daughters or sons. Mm -hmm. Nietos or nietas is um, their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. And then if they live alone, they can just say solo or sola. Okay, solo, sola. And then marido or esposo is husband. Mm -hmm. Hermanos, brothers, sisters, amigos, friends, hijos. I love how amigos is like before, like grandchildren. <laughs> like that's more important. <laughs> hijos is like kids. Nietos is grandchildren. Sola or sola. Okay, they live alone. And what if they like had their, um, their uh, significant other has passed? So like a widow? Yes, how would you say widow? Viuda. Viuda. Like viuda negra? Like a black widow, baby. <laughs> Don't say that, please. We, wait, viuda. viuda. Viuda negra, baby? <laughs> no? Okay, okay. Just viuda. Viuda is, is widow. Um, and then how would you just say, like, um, 
Like, you know, like I know in OBGYN, they make a big deal of asking if there's been any like domestic violence or anything. And they always ask, you know, how's the household? How would you ask that? So you can just start with, ¿todo bien en su casa? Okay, so todo bien, like, is everything okay in uh -huh. casa? Todo mm -hmm. bien en casa. Mm -hmm. And then to say if they're like having any sexual abuse, physical abuse, or emotional abuse, you mm -hmm. can say maltrato físico, okay, eh, physical, mm -hmm. sexual, sexual, or emotional, emocional. Not like emocionada? No, emocional. Uh, emocionada means excited. Okay, yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> maltrato is like mal maltreatment, kind of. Maltrato físico, like physical, sexual, sexual, mm -hmm. sexual, and emocional. Mm -hmm. Not emocional. Emocional. Emotional. Yeah. Okay. And then um, just sexual history really quick. Like if you want to know, like if they're sexually active, how would you ask that? Um We can just say if, um, ¿tiene relaciones sexuales? Okay. ¿Tiene relaciones se sexuales? sexuales? Mm -hmm. And then if you want to know, like, how many, um, like, lifelong partners they've had, how would you ask that? ¿Cuántas parejas ha tenido? ¿Cuántos? ¿O cuántas? ¿Cuántas parejas? ¿Cuántas parejas? ¿Parejas? Like, how many? Pa partners. Parejas. Okay, partners. Like, pairs. Yeah, pa parejas pareja. is pair. Okay. ¿Cuántas parejas ha tenido? Like, have you had? ¿Cuántas mm -hmm. parejas ha tenido? Um, and then just a little bit into like the Maya gyne history. So uh, for all the women listeners out there. <laughs> ¿Cuándo fue el primer día de tu última regla? Is that mm -hmm. how you say it? Yeah. yeah. And for um, menstruation or period, I've heard say regla, eh, menstruación. Eh, I think that's it. Uh, regla, isn't that like... How do, isn't there like it no, rule? It's called rule. It's oh, direct instruction from rule. Okay, so regla is the same word for rule, and like women run the world. So is that like why it's called regla? Obviously. Obviously. Cuando fue el primer día? So when was the first day? De su última of your last regla. Regla is um, the word for period. And then, or you could say menstruación if mm -hmm. you want to be all fancy. Um, and then. If you want to ask, like, about birthing history and stuff, like, ¿cuántos hijos ha tenido? I think is a good way to yeah. start. Like, mm -hmm. how many kids do you have? And then, um, ¿algún problema con el parto o los partos? Like, the parto is, like, to, like... Um, It's just singular. El parto is, like, or with the delivery. Okay. So, el parto is, like, part. So, el parto, like, um, uh, delivery. And then, los par partos is... Plural. Uh, plural. So, algún problema con el parto o los partos. Okay. In our last segment, we would like to thank our inspirations for today's podcast. So, first, I would like to thank Enrique Iglesias for his song, um, Heroina, Hero. Shakira for her caderas that don't lie. <laughs> Celia Cruz for only knowing how to say azúcar <laughs> in all of her songs. Thanks for teaching us about diabetes. And Iggy Azalea for her uh, Viuda Negra Bebe. Thank you. See you next time. <laughs>